0: Wild Wing Studios, it's the Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. What's the drink of choice tonight?
1: Well, you know, I I'm not promoting it, but I like some old cold beer. I think I'm gonna have one. I'm not promoting it now. I am promoting it. Uh, I'm going to have myself a cold beer tonight uh, to celebrate. Celebrating what? I'm not exactly sure, but probably going to happen anyways. Hanging out at Riverwind Casino today. Uh, awesome stuff going on. The renovation is complete. So come on out, check them out, and uh, see what all's happening. Did you
2: miss hearing old Sam Pittman on Fridays?
1: Yeah. 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 I, I actually saw him on a list today. It was one of those dumb Oh, gosh, I can't even remember who it is, but it was like who would win in a fight, the top 50 college football coaches. Hey, that's and he not was like, dumb.
2: Don't call that dumb. That's an awesome <laughs> list.
1: He was like in the top 10.
2: He definitely would fight shirtless. I think he'd be in my top 10 as well. <laughs> uh big Sam Pittman guy right here. Not a big oh, Arkansas yeah. guy, but a big Sam Pittman guy.
1: Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. What, what do you think about them this year? They got a chance in the SEC? They- uh, not, obviously not to win it, but... To, to be
2: competitive their quarterback running back duo is pretty good yeah. man kj jefferson i like him rocket sanders is one of the better running backs in the sec
1: who's got the best quarterback running back duo in college football this year Ooh,
2: i almost wanted to say gary mccord just to make you laugh <laughs> at ohio state
1: <laughs> who's their back uh
2: I don't I, – I, I, I mean, I, I forget who they have coming back from last year. Honestly, and who I don't want to say, it might be Caleb Williams in that South Carolina transfer, Marshawn Lloyd. I yeah. feel like he was pretty good for South Carolina a year ago.
1: Yep. Yeah. they're going to be good. Um, especially – they will. they will probably win that contest for the first six games of the season. The final six – That could be a different question, buddy.
2: Yeah, it could be. Uh, Their final
1: six games are brutal.
2: So what's the big takeaway with the two teams announced for 2024? Is it, oh, sweet, we get to see Maine in person in 2024. We get to hear Dana Holgerson and all of his flim clearings in 2024. Seven home games for only the seventh time in history. When the news was released today, what was the uh, the biggest storyline with Houston and Maine in 24 on the schedule? Seven home games. Yeah.
1: Uh, that's that's awesome to have seven home games. Um, really, like, in, however people consider, I mean, I know it's Dallas. It's not home, but it's not technically a road game, you know. I don't know how people feel about it, if they consider it a road game or not. I don't, but, um, yeah, I think that's awesome. Seven home games, and then your four road games – three of them are awesome. So
2: Missouri's not awesome. Is that what you're saying? Well, it it's no, that's fine. I, I want you to the other that. three.
1: We've never played there.
2: Ole right? Miss, Ole Miss, LSU and Auburn. I mean, yeah. you, you basically played at LSU and the sugar bowl against those guys, but in Baton not Rouge in
1: their stadium. Yeah, correct. Yes. So I guess that's the only thing is Missouri. I, that's, that's fine. I mean, it's, just as good as any road game we have uh, in the Big 12. And, you know, who knows what next year may bring, but I I think next year's schedule's awesome.
2: Frankly, I think it's amazing. Best of my lifetime. I think it's the best of both of our lifetimes, honestly, the schedule with all the excitement. Some are asking, why Houston and Maine? What? Come on, we really are an SEC team if we're scheduling Maine. Jeez. Well, the way Joe C. told it this morning, is they had to have a Power 5 team in the non-conference. That's a stipulation with the eight-game schedule in the SEC.
1: Well, they even, like, when it wasn't sure that they were going to be able to do it, they asked for a waiver if they weren't able to Because no one was available,
2: and Houston was the only Power 5 team, apparently, that was available, and they're lucky that they were able to do that. So that's why you're seeing Houston and Maine is that, like, this is late trying to schedule in 24. There weren't a whole lot of options on the table.
1: Come on, though. Here's the thing. If there's anyone that's upset about that, they're just trying to find something to be upset about. It's like the same thing where they're trying to get upset about me saying that I've, I think Justin Harrington's going to have a good season.
2: That has upset some people.
1: They're just trying to find something to be upset about. That's it.
2: And honestly, like I, I know Maine is not an attractive opponent, but in the grand scheme of things... What's the difference between Maine and New Mexico State? What's the difference between Maine and UTEP or Maine or any other crappy opponent that's rolled through here in the past 20 years? The end result is essentially going to be the same.
1: Who cares? Yeah. I, who cares? Yeah, if it's not good, I mean, <laughs> I, there's no time, no reason spending any time on it. I want to talk. Uh, there's no reason spending any time on this either, but I still want to talk about it. What is the problem with Harrington?
2: What? What is? Well, I, it's pretty simple. Like the people that have an issue with it, it's just well, you've told us this for two years now. We've heard for two years that watch out for this guy. He's had a great camp, and he hasn't done jack squat once the season starts. You're, gonna, you're just trying to get my hopes up again,
1: huh? Well, the, be mad at me. I. Say something to me about it. Don't say anything about Justin Harrington. He's done nothing wrong. I mean, all he's done is showed up and do everything that they ask of him every day, trying to get better, trying to improve. It's just – it it pisses me off. I don't understand it. Um, I, I'll tell you right now, I still think he should have played Cheetah last year. Man. And I – It wouldn't have been worse. I'll tell you that.
2: This is a clever text from the 918. We just talked about Maine. Harrington is the Maine, in all caps, reason. (laughs) That everyone... Yeah. Uh,
1: Very nice. Teddy
2: sounds like Mike Gundy. Come after me! Kind of did there, didn't he?
1: Well, it's just weird to me that... I. You don't want to hear it anymore. You okay? You'd rather me make something up out of thin air. Like, how about this? How about I say Deshaun McColl is going to be amazing at the Cheetah uh, this year? Everyone would love to hear that. The problem is, he ain't gonna he ain't
2: gonna play. Well, yeah, and they'll love to hear that now, but if he doesn't play a lot this year, it's almost like you get one chance with the hype machine, right? If people start talking about you and you don't do it that season, then you're forever bound to suck, and there's no way that you can get better in the next two to three years.
1: Hey, how about this? I begged, begged and pleaded with the previous defensive staff To stop playing Harrington at corner and to play him at nickel. Okay? Over and every time I talk to any of those guys. Should move Harrington to nickel. Should move Harrington to nickel. Okay? And he's finally, after all this time, going to get his opportunity. And he's taking it and run with it. He ain't going to be perfect. But the more snaps he plays, the better he's going to do. Uh, and I'm cheering for the kids.
2: 918, completely agree on Justin Harrington playing cheetah last year. That's from J.G. Wentworth. Uh, another from the 918, people are remembering that Harrington blew a tackle against TCU last year. Well, who didn't blow a tackle against TCU last what? year? What? I don't remember Harrington blowing a tackle in that game. I have other memories I do. of that one. I, I remember guess. it.
1: No, I, re- I remember it 100%. Um, yeah, a running back, I think it was a running back. Uh, made it through the other ten guys unscathed, untouched, deep into the secondary, and Harrington got shook in the open field. Okay, right. Well, you want me to start going down the list of guys that got exposed and looked terrible in the TCU no, game? No, I'm
2: not trying to work uh, OT tonight, man. I'm trying to get out of here at six, so we don't have time. Because for
1: that. I'm telling you, it's a it's got it's a long list. And it's got a lot of the names that everyone loves to hear.
2: Captain Willard, the Harrington hate is total BS. Britt Venables let him come back from the portal, and he's had to work his butt off. Second chance kid, I'm pulling for him. And that's where I'm at too, Captain Willard. I'm definitely rooting for him because what he left the team before the end of the 21 season, wanted to come back to the team. Britt Venables kind of, from what I understand, reluctantly allowed him to do so, took away his scholarship, took away his number, made him wear a different number, and then I think this year he's changed his number, right? So I, Four. Yeah, he's number four now. I He's definitely a second-chance guy, didn't get the scholarship coming back. I That's a story that in a kid that I'm rooting for, for sure.
1: Yeah, hey, that's perseverance. Whenever someone tells you that you have to wear 37 as a, a defensive back, secondary player, and you punch through and keep doing it, that means you really want to be there, right? Seriously, man. A lot of people would have turned that down.
2: I mean, I'll do the no scholarship thing, but number 37, <laughs> eh, I don't know, coach. <laughs> no, no, I'll see you in the portal.
1: Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm excited for him. I think he's going to have a good year.
2: Six-two-zero. timeout. If they want to pick apart Harrington, let's talk about everyone else on the defense that made mistakes all year last year. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. People That's just for- like to hear Teddy get all worked up. That's for Maggie. That's, that's probably it. it.
1: That's probably and it. And thank
2: you to those who choose to go about things that way. Yeah. It well normally happens right around the five o'clock hour for some reason.
1: Oh, hey, I've got I've got something for those people. Guess who looked good at running back today with the ones?
2: Marcus Major. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> the second chancers might uh oh, might have yeah. a role this year. Oh yeah. So are did you move up uh Marcus Major over Caleb Hicks in the Teddy Lehman depth chart after today?
1: I don't know. I don't know what the running back depth chart is going to look like. Um they're rolling a bunch of different guys through there. I mean, it seems to me like the real main like when they line up in team and they've got all 11 out there and it looks like they've got starters out there. It's usually been Marcus Major or uh, Javante Barnes that I've seen.
2: Oh, and but by the again, way, you saw uh, you saw Dalen Smothers out there today. Yeah, unless someone someone else that looks exactly like him was wearing number seven at practice, but
1: and playing running backs.
2: Yeah, playing running back. It's been a big story this week. Apparently, he's back. Yeah, yeah. I don't know.
1: I don't know what the deal was. I heard that. I heard people talking about that, and. Um, uh, I, I saw him out there, and I was like, huh, well, I guess there was nothing to that. Don't know what was going on.
2: Uh, okay, a little bit of a tease for next segment. Boy, this is, a, this is a story or a ranking that came out August 10th yesterday, but this fits more of June 10th or July 10th, the top 16 jobs in college football. And I think there was some disrespect dealt out to the OU job. There's so much really? recency bias. Even on a list like the best coaching jobs in college football, there's so much recency bias. It's amazing.
1: Yeah. Well, I can't wait to hear that list. You said we're going to talk about it after the break? That is correct. Perfect. All right, quick timeout. Keep hitting the text line, 651-3439, Knippelmeyer text line, hanging out at Riverwind Casino. Today we will be back.
0: This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network.
3: Entrepreneurs and More Norman in South Oklahoma City have an experienced business partner in their neighborhood. More Norman
1: Technology Center's workforce and economic development team understands the challenges entrepreneurs and small businesses face every day. From building an effective business model to hiring the right employees and managing cash flow, More Norman's business development experts can help you move forward confidently and thrive knowing that you have a skilled partner at your side. Learn more about More Norman Technology Center by calling 405-801-5000
3: or visit us online at mntc.edu attention all sooner fans don't miss your chance to secure your seats for the 2023 oklahoma football season today season tickets start at 400 and being a season ticket holder is the only way to guarantee the best seats for all six home games for more information and to purchase tickets visit sooner commit 23 that's sooner commit 23 or contact the OU Athletic Ticket Office by phone at 405-325-2424. Boomer Sooner unbelievable heat is here and it's hot hot and hotter at dorsey jones in el reno be sure to check out the new 2023 gmc sierra 1500 at4x and take up to 5500 off msrp go to dorsey jones in el reno right now for sizzling savings just for you we're turning up the heat dorsey jones buick gmc i-40 and highway 81 exit 125 in el reno or dorsey-jonesbuickgmc.com gmc we are professional grade see dealer for details Victory Family Church. It's more than just a church, it's truly a family. And as it continues to grow, you can now celebrate with six opportunities every Sunday morning, starting as early as 8.30 a.m. and the final service at 3 p.m. Learn more about service times and everything going on with Pastor Adam and the church at VictoryFamily.Church. That's VictoryFamily.Church. Check out our campuses in Newcastle, Chickasha, and Shawnee. Victory Family Church, online at VictoryFamily.Church.
2: Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better
0: yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live.
3: Learn more at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety
1: Administration. My daughter was diagnosed with a rare malignant rhabnoid tumor on the spine. They sent her straight to St. Jude. My hope was gone. But when you get there, everyone's like, hey, we're not going to give up. And when you see other people not giving up on your child, that makes all the difference in the world. When I found
0: out I didn't have to pay, I was just grateful. They saved my baby's life. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org.
3: Everyone is the Metro's best casino experience. The best. With almost 3,000 of your favorite games.
0: Enjoy our 17th
2: birthday with our $100,000 New Scene 17 celebration. Play with your wild card all month for a chance to win every Saturday in August.
0: You won't find better than number one.
3: Scammers often try to dupe veterans to steal the VA benefits they've earned.
2: Scammers may try to obtain sensitive information or collect payments over the phone, offer to move assets in order to qualify for pension, insist benefits may be sent directly to a friend or caregiver, or promise to manage benefits or file a claim for you. VA
3: will never charge you for processing a claim, and only VA can determine eligibility. To report suspicious activity, visit va.gov forward slash oig forward slash
0: hotline.
2: Final hour of The Rush on this Friday. Tyler McComas, Teddy in the Riverwind Casino and Hotel bringing you the final hour. uh, 22 days away until kickoff in Norman. Florida head coach Billy Napier apparently just announced Wisconsin transfer Graham Mertz as his starting quarterback at Utah on August 31st. So the Gators will kick it off in 20 days, and they're going to be rolling out Graham Mertz as the starting quarterback at Utah. Best of luck. Gators are a seven and a half point dog at the Utes that night. Me likes Utah. That? Me likes Utah in that game.
1: Yeah, I do too. Didn't they? Didn't they have like another guy, um, like one of their top defensive guys, get
2: hurt? Florida. I'm not positive. I about that. Feel like I that. saw that today. They do have a good recruiting class right now, top five. See if it yeah. stays together or not. One text because it's funny. Nine one eight. The year is twenty thirty seven. Some OU fan somewhere. Marcus Major looks awesome this year. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah, that's right. Medical, suggesting a medical uh, or something. He's
2: got two years of eligibility. He'd look good so far. (laughs) They should rest him this year and play him next. Top 16 jobs in college football by 24-7 sports. Okay. Rolling my eyes. Uh, Penn State's at 16. Auburn's at 15. That seems pretty far back. You think you think they should be higher? At first I don't glance? Know.
1: At first glance, sixteen seems far okay. back, but right. okay.
2: Auburn at fifteen. All right. Uh, Florida State at fourteen. Yeah. Tennessee at thirteen. Yeah. Clemson at twelve. Ooh, okay.
1: Um well, I don't know. Clemson is is at twelve. If Clemson was in the SEC, Clemson would be way higher than Clemson would than be in the top eight, at least yeah.
2: if they were in the S E C Oklahoma at number 11, just outside the top 10. Yep. 11? It gets gets worse, Teddy. It gets worse. It gets worse when I mention the team that's directly above OU in these rankings. A team that hasn't accomplished really much of anything since Hitler invaded Poland in World War II. A program that, along with its biggest rival, is, is the most disappointing college football program in the past 80 years. Somehow Texas blanking A&M is on this list ranked higher than Oklahoma as a top 10 job. Now, there's two possibilities here. One, either this list is a joke and complete crap and totally wrong. Or two, for 80 consecutive years, Texas A&M has hired god-awful coach after god-awful coach because as a top 10 job, like I said, they've accomplished absolutely nothing. Yet somehow they're ranked in front of OU on this list.
1: I don't know. I guess it all depends on what you value in a job. If you value uh, getting way overpaid and underproducing, Texas A&M is probably the best job in the country.
2: In a, in, 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 in any sports, yes. In any sports. Right? Texas A&M, a better job than OU. Come on, guys. Well, they got a coach that makes the almost here. more
1: than anyone else in the sport. And has provided zero results, and like, what are they going to do about it? Maybe it is a great job, uh, but that, I, if what we're talking about here is winning football games, and I, it's just, it's stupid.
2: Notre Dame's at nine.
1: Yeah, it's a. I mean, Notre Dame is clearly a top ten job. Yep. I don't know necessarily where it ranks in the top ten, but
2: it's pr- that's probably about right for Notre Dame. It's a
1: hell of a lot better of a of a job than Texas A&M is by a million freaking miles. It is not even close. The coaches at Notre Dame are legendary for the most part. Even though they haven't won a championship in a really long time, they are star, still far more relevant to the sport than Texas A&M is.
2: I'd like to count up how many national championships the team's Ranked behind Texas A&M have won a title since they've won a title. I, I see at least seven on here from Oklahoma. see at least three on here from Clemson. Yeah, uh, Tennessee in
1: 90-what? 90 98. Eight?
2: Yeah, 98.
1: Florida State in 13. 93 Auburn in and 10. 99.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, it's over 20. It's over 20. Yeah. Uh, Florida at eight. You know what? That's probably
1: right but it's about time to start showing it again
2: It's been a while hasn't it I mean they, they had a they had a really good 15 offense years they had a really good offense in 2020 but in terms of sustaining success it's been since old uh, Tebow was on campus Yeah,
1: they've been a middle of the road SEC team since Tebow left-
2: mm-hmm. and for a job like that in a state like that that's that's not that's not okay at Florida yeah. But apparently, like, it, like Florida has recruiting advantages, and like, I, and all of that should be good enough. But the word is, and maybe they fixed it a little bit with Napier, that Florida maybe hasn't had the facilities or put as much in the program as some of their other yeah. SEC rivals.
1: Well, they just moved into a brand new. Uh, all in one football facility, correct? Yeah, seventy-five million dollar deal, I,
2: or, or maybe they or they they just announced it. No, they were
1: they're in it. No, it's are they done. in it? Okay, I thought yeah. maybe
2: they announced something recently. Michigan's at seven, fine with that. Yeah, uh, USC's at six, and that's fine, I guess. But the state of California is—it's still a top four state, but it's not the power state it was twenty years ago. I think we need to recognize that.
1: Yeah, historically, this is—I mean, there's no—I got no problem with them where they are um, right now. I have no problem with where they are. Let's see what happens when they move to the Big Ten. Um, I—I—I I, I don't think much is going to change necessarily, but I. It, USC is kind of like Florida, right? It's – it's if you're going to be a top job, it's time to have some type of success. Six is pretty dadgum high. Like when you I, – I, I think I know the teams that they're about to be announced with, uh, your Georgias, your Bamas, your Ohio States. Like If you're going to be in that group, you have to at least be able to play them every now and then to compare yourself, right?
2: Yeah. yeah. Ohio State's at five. That may need to be a little bit higher, but that's definitely top five.
1: I think Ohio State's probably number two. This is a tricky one
2: because there's been high levels of success, but pretty low moments as well. LSU's at four. No. Not top five.
1: Michigan. Well, gosh, I don't know. It just depends on how you rank them all. Like, what what do you value? LSU's a top
2: ten job. I think it's maybe somewhere around seven or eight, though. A lot of in-state talent. There's a lot
1: of in-state talent, but, I, mean, a in-state talent, but I don't know. I've never been there, but I'm told repeatedly that Baton Rouge is a dump.
2: Baton Rouge is a dump. You've been told. Okay, you've been told accurately on that. College Station's probably a dump as well. Yet they're. Uh, <laughs> Still in the top ten. <laughs> Remove the probably from that. Is a dump, right? I, I don't think Baton Rouge is the only school on I mean, here that has a dump for the uh, for the location I'm, that matters.
1: Like, I'm not saying you've got to be like the greatest place in the world, but you like if you're going to be a top five job, it has to be. It's not New Orleans, okay? It has to be what you would consider a. Um, A destination where people would like to be. Actually,
2: I'm going to give you two points here as to why LSU probably is ranked fairly at number four. Because two buffoons such as Coach O and Les Miles won titles there.
1: Well, there's a lot of truth to that. I mean, if your goal as a coach is to go win a championship, it is proven over and over with different coaches that Louisiana State University, it can be done.
2: Alabama's number three. What? Yeah. Alabama's number three. Um, huh. Okay. That's well, definitely top three, but it's higher than number three.
1: Well, I'm trying to consider, like, why it's not number one. Um, probably because Nick Saban is a loser and doesn't know how to replace a quarterback. That's oh, probably fine
2: it. Bomb did these rankings. Okay, it makes sense now.
1: Um Alabama's not number 3. It's number 1 and it's number 1 by
2: everything you need, man. Everything. A
1: million miles. Al-
2: the state of Alabama's got it's not Georgia or Florida, but guess what? They'll go to Georgia and Florida to get talent. They got talent in their own backyard. Great fan base, ton of I mean they they've got everything you need. Winning How culture do I know tradition, all that. It's
1: the best job in college football. Because the best coach in college football is there. If it wasn't the best job, he would have gone somewhere else. So, um, yeah, it's not number three. I don't – who in the world is going to be two and one? Georgia's probably in there.
2: You want to guess the other one? You want to guess number two? You want to guess number two? The greatest Uh, myth when it comes to these rankings. Texas used to be ranked number one on these lists.
1: Oh my god. But after the Are decade
2: you... it after the decade of suck plus a couple of years, they've dropped back to number two. Texas, the second best job in college football on this list. <sighs>
1: yeah. It's such a good job. It's it's the best job in college football, right? That's why they've had Charlie Strong, they've had what's the other guy? Tom Herman. And then they've had Sarkeesian as their last three coaches.
2: Heavy hitters, man. Big time. Does that
1: sound like the best job in college football? If it was the best job in college football, everyone would be clawing over each other for that spot. Okay,
2: that's an interesting way to to look at it. Has Texas, who is more often than not mentioned as the best job in college football, have they ever had a coach at any time – that was considered the best, or at least in the discussion of the best head coach uh, during their time. Probably Daryl Royal. Uh, I'm guessing that he was in the late 60s, early 70s. He probably was. Outside of that, I don't think Mac ever was. Mac couldn't beat Bob most years. No. No. So it, in one time, like a, one time uh, uh, in their program history, they've had a coach that was either the best or considered the best. Daryl Royal was, so I'll, I'll give them that. But that's... Not only is that the only time, that's the only time they've even been close to that. Yeah. In the modern anyone,
1: era. Anyone who, who says that, I don't know. I, I just, I know people, it's like the thing, it's like the lie that keeps getting repeated so much that everyone believes it. It is just flat out, 100% not true. It is not. If it was, they wouldn't have the list of guys that they've hired the last three years. Or last three. I know you you mentioned those three
2: opened. names, and you made old Mac look like Bear Bryant mentioning uh, those other three names. Well, Mac just wore some houndstooth, and uh, he looks like Bear Bryant compared to those.
1: I mean, every one of them went five and seven. Even the new guy. It's like how you christen your new coach as he goes five and seven how, at Texas.
2: How many coaches? How many co- consecutive Texas coaches have rolled off a of five and seven? The Sart did. Herman did, Charlie Strong did, I I know Mack did at least in 2010, I think he did it in maybe a couple of others as well, at least four, and we can maybe go back further than that. That's amazing.
1: Yeah, there's probably more five win seasons with their last however many, like the last 15 years at Texas than Oklahoma's had in our entire history of a program.
2: Five eight zero. Well, it is acceptable to have stripper monkeys in Austin. That's true. Makes it a great job.
1: It's a it, it's a flat out myth. It's a myth. It's not. It's why they don't win. By everyone else on this list, like this is a, this is a joke. Alabama's number three national championship recently within the last like two or three years. LSU. National championship recently. Ohio State, national championship recently. I mean, it's pathetic.
2: Yeah. Georgia's at number one. Georgia's a really good job. Georgia's a really good job right now. There's some recency bias in here, though. There's a correct answer, and Alabama's the correct answer.
1: Who's the greatest coach in the history of Georgia?
2: Uh, Probably the one they have right now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Who's the greatest coach in the – who's the best coach in the history of college football?
2: Um, Nicholas, Lou Saban,
1: who's the second best coach in the history of college? By football?
2: God, Bear Bryant, Roll Tide.
1: Huh. Hmm. That I, I think that means something, don't you?
2: <laughs> you know what? Give me a break. I, I see the point that you're making, and obviously I agree with it. But the bad list of Texas coaches outside of Saban at LSU, LSU could match that. Then they've won way more titles here recently. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, hey, I don't know. Uh, it's like Georgia at number one is dumb, but it's not anywhere close to the level of Texas being at number two. And I might even say that Oklahoma being at eleven on the entire list is the dumbest thing on the entire list there is only a very very small handful of programs it consists of like alabama ohio state oklahoma usc that have been relevant in pretty much every decade since the sport was invented
2: let me do a rough draft top five this is just real quick here um Bam at one for me. I'll put Ohio State at two, Georgia at three, OU at four, and LSU at five. What do you think? That's rough draft. Uh, Say that again. You had Bam at one. Yeah. Ohio State at two. Yeah. Georgia at three. Okay. OU at four. And then LSU at five.
1: I don't know. I'm going to be, I'm gonna be, have to be proven wrong that Georgia, like, I don't think Georgia's a better job than Oklahoma.
2: Yeah, the, the reason why I put Georgia there is I don't know if there has, I don't think that there's been a state over the past 20 years. You, you know how we talk about California and how much it's changed? Mm-hmm. I feel like Georgia has exploded during that time span. They have more five stars, at least for the past two to three cycles, than the state of California has now. Yeah. I think that really helps out the Georgia job overall.
1: It does. There's no doubt about that. It does. Um, But maybe this is dumb of me. I'm, I'm still, even though there's some changing demographics going on, Recruiting-wise, I'm still going on Oklahoma's better job historically than Georgia.
2: Well, we'll see, historically, no. oh, I, you can't argue that historically. Yeah, it, it definitely yeah. is, for sure. Yeah. I mean, this is that's why I said, I, th- we, we had a text that said, you had me believing this was a legitimate list until Texas was number two. What a joke. I told you it was biased before I even read it. Well, I, you shouldn't have had to wait until Texas at number two. OU at 11 and A&M at 10 told you it was a joke of a list. Texas
1: is or Texas A&M is closer to an 11th-ranked job in the SEC than it is yep. an 11th-ranked so, job overall. I
2: really like this point when you're judging OU on the best jobs list. And this texture pointed out, but it's true. We have had three absolutely legendary head coaches. That is true. And there's not a lot of schools where you can say that. I mean, even no. for Alabama, they've had Saban and they had Bear Bryant. And they had another coach that's, that's won a national title, but, like, three legendary – you don't find that, man. I mean, you, you really you, – you don't find programs that have had three legendary – What's Shula, a ham coaches. sandwich? Uh, you talking about Shula that got fired at Alabama before Nick Saban? Yeah. Yeah. He, he's lucky to be – he's a <laughs> bologna sandwich is what he is. <laughs>
1: All right, quick timeout. Late for a, a break here. Let's hit a break. Uh, keep hitting the text line, 651-3439, Knippelmeyer text line. Hanging out at Riverwind. We'll be back.
0: This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. GMC continues its commitment to professional-grade engineering in the GMC Truck Series, like offering the world's first available six-function multi-pro tailgate on Sierra. This tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. The list goes on, but it's more than just innovative engineering. It's knowing GMC is committed to professional-grade excellence on every level. See your Oklahoma GMC dealers. You've joined the ref for years with our 68-team giveaway in March. Now, we're giving you a shot at college football glory in our first annual Gridiron Giveaway. Join us Monday, August 21st from noon to 7 p.m. at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Edmond, 909 West I-35 Frontage Road, as we give away 70 teams from all the Power 5 conferences. If you get one of the four teams that make it to the playoffs, you will win one of four major grand prizes. There will also be hourly instant giveaways throughout the day. Oh, there it is. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's the ref's gridiron giveaway. Monday, August 21st from noon to 7 at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Edmond. Come early and stay all day for the fun and for your shot at college football glory.
2: Are you an OEC member contemplating the addition of solar panels to your home or business? Before you make the purchase, contact Oklahoma Electric Cooperative Solar Experts. We will be able to tell you exactly how many panels your home needs and how the addition of solar panels truly affects your electric bill. OEC does not partner with solar companies and asks that you report any company that claims otherwise. To learn more, give us a call at 405-321-2024 or visit us at www.okcoop.org renewables.
3: The spring and summer months are a great time for you and your family to spend quality time together. And right now is the perfect time to join the Trails Golf Club. The Trails Golf Club in Norman offers an 18-hole championship golf course, a swimming pool, numerous fun family events throughout the year, a fully stocked pro shop, and dining at the grill in the clubhouse. There has never been a better time for you to come discover the Trails. Call Zane today and learn more at 364-3790 or visit trailsgolf.com.
2: Did you know that about 23% of Oklahoma's river and stream miles are impaired by bacteria? Pet waste can pollute surface and drinking waters like Lake Thunderbird by contributing harmful levels of bacteria. Be sure to pick up after your furry friend when you're out and about. We drink our stormwater, so please do your part to help protect it. For more information, visit bit.ly forward slash Norman stormwater. Buddy, the Meyer Chevrolet text lines riled up now. The disrespect to the Oklahoma job. I'm gonna have to ask Bob about that coming up next Tuesday. I don't know if I'll mention that uh, OU's ranked behind A&M on this list. He might get as mad as you, but wow. you know, I gotta ask him about the pros of the uh, of the OU job for sure. John from Bartlesville says y'all fumbled big time. Nobody has 57 straight. Wilkinson number one, then Bryant, Saban, etc. It's forty-seven straight, but I'll let it slide, John. It's Friday.
1: Yeah, it's true. That's kind of what I'm saying. It ain't even close. Never, never has Texas A&M been a better job than Oklahoma.
2: Five eight zero OU from nineteen eighty nine to nineteen ninety nine. Gary Gibbs, Howard Schnellenberger, and Johnny Blake. That's why we are there. Ten years of terrible. That's why OU only has ten years of terrible. That's actually another point as to why it should be higher. I yeah. can point at just about every single team on that list, if not everyone, and say here is more than ten years of terrible. Hell, I right. can point to eighty years of terrible for A and M.
1: Uh, what year did A and M win their championship?
2: 1939
1: 39 you know what's interesting uh, we our first well I guess actually it's our uh, our second we had a 10 win season in 1915 and Oklahoma was 10 and one in 1938 how about
2: that it's pretty good they do you, do you think they met preseason expectations in 38?
1: Uh, I don't know. Conference they title or
2: bust this year?
1: Only got to uh, number four in the AP poll.
2: Disrespect. Disrespect's Tough been year. going on here for 100 years. No doubt. Gunner from Grove. Apparently Iowa's the best job. You can have the worst <laughs> offense in college football and still keep your gig. Yeah. Mm. yeah. We read his buyout yesterday. It was like the fifth highest buyout, wasn't it?
1: Crazy, Man. yes.
2: Congrats, Kurt. Uh, Cherokee Sooner, I would argue the Texas job is one of the worst in college football. Having donors and alumni basically control your every move sounds like a complete nightmare.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's that's what I'm saying. It's not close. Those two schools, Te- the Texas job, all you have to do is look at who they've hired. They hired Sarkeesian, which I think he's doing a good job there, actually, but frankly... He's a retread, hadn't won 10 games as a head coach. The best thing he's ever done is be Nick Saban's offensive coordinator at the best place in college football to coach Alabama.
2: With two Heisman trophies trophy uh, finalists that year, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Ohio Sooners still amazing that Oklahoma has one year of losing football in 25 years, and our national perception is totally shattered, yet, Texas has been terrible for almost an entire generation. And it's the second best job in football. It's true. I, I, uh, I fought it in the beginning of the off season. I've yeah. chosen not to fight it anymore and actually just wear it as a badge of honor. Let everyone be shocked and surprised when they come back this year.
1: That's right. Nothing wrong but it with is that. It's
2: amazing. Like the, the the entire history and situation of OU football has been altered because of one bad year, according to some. Yep. That's right. Great point by Camo Sooner. Texas, a great job. They couldn't even win the Alamo. (laughs) Uh, That's right. Guy says people used to say the same thing about Miami in their talent pool in Florida. Yeah, Miami is no longer on that top 16 list. No. I don't think they should be either.
1: Uh, Unless I'm... Missing something. The last undefeated season that a uh, and has had was that 1939 year.
2: I don't think that you're missing anything. No. Nope. I was thinking of Miami. Um, would, you, would you say Miami was a team of the 90s or one of the best teams? I mean, they did win a championship in, what, 91? I think so. I, I was just yeah. like randomly thinking, if you were a team of the 90s, has that been kind of a bad omen as to where you sit today? Michigan's in a fine spot, but Nebraska not great.
1: Notre Dame, Miami not
2: great. Notre Dame, Florida was really good in the '90s. Washington, Colorado, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're a team of the '90s, it's odds are good. BYU that you, things aren't great right now.
1: Wasn't BYU good in the '90s, or was that '80s?
2: They their title came in the, the '80s. Yeah. See, oh, well, you picked you- a good decade to, to stink then.
1: But here's the thing, though. Um, Before the – like, the 90s was the last decade kind of where you didn't have this real massive consolidation of
2: power. Right? Well, let's think about it. Um, 90, Colorado and Georgia Tech split. 91, Washington split with Miami. 92 was Bama. Ninety-three was Florida State, ninety-four was Nebraska. So, but yeah, in the early part of the nineties, like, there was actually some. There was actually a thought that more than five teams could win a championship, unlike today. Well, you just
1: listed six different teams right there. And did you say Florida State already? Florida
2: State ninety-three. Yes, the Nebraska yeah. ninety-four. Nebraska ninety-five. What Florida ninety-six, and then Michigan and Nebraska ninety-seven.
1: And Tennessee in ninety-eight.
2: Uh, yep, then Florida State again yeah. after that. Yeah, it's
1: like the longer we've gone the more consolidated it feels like it's gotten um especially with the playoff playoffs kind of made that happen a little more i
2: think going to get even worse moving forward
1: i don't think so i think with the 12 team playoff i think it's going to like the the gauge for having a successful year is going to get uh, allow more people in every year 12 teams instead of four so all right quick time out more from the rush coming up we'll wrap things up next
0: bleed crimson love great sooner talk join the ref army by downloading our free app toby and tj plank and josh steelman and thune and teddy and tyler we have the sooner experts the ref is home to sooner fans worldwide aaron watson
2: Aaron Watson in concert Thursday,
0: September 7th at 730 at